0: Don't no, keep Don't touch
1: back. Back.
2: back! It isn't Benning.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lay Film Podcast. I believe this is episode 61. And, yeah, this is a podcast in which we love to talk about movies and TV and, well, whatever floats our boats. Uh, I am your co-host, Richie, and here are my other co-hosts. Tyler, Patrick, and Kevin. And, yeah, we are reunited. We are kind of partying in here and... We watched a pretty damn good movie, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, what's up with you guys? What's been happening in the past week or so?
2: I don't know if I can trust you guys after watching that movie now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys might need to get out right now. Let's do a blood test. Yeah, we'll draw blood right now. (laughs) I'm down to draw some blood. Um, In the last week, though, I, uh, separated my shoulder snowboarding. So I haven't been working. I've just been chilling at home. You're on retirement. Yeah, I'm on the IR right now. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, which that sucks. I go to the doctor tomorrow, so hopefully I get some good news. Nice. Yeah, been, uh, that's
1: that's gnarly. You're you're still podcasting with one hand, right? It's crazy. <laughs>
2: it's like Jordan with the flu. <laughs> yeah, this is my flu game episode. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been uh, binging anything? I've been, I've been binging uh, Breaking Bad, finally. That's been good. I'm on like season three right now. Oh, shit. Nice. Finally, yeah. I just figured I'd knock it out. But yeah, it's been pretty heavy. Especially like the first few days I was down because I was hurt. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this right now. I'm already <laughs> in a bad mood. <laughs> um, but other than that, no. Uh, I've been watching that show Shrinking on Apple TV. That's that show's been good. It's a nice, like, feel-good show. Like, what? uh, Ted Lasso or whatever, too. Okay, I was and, like, Like, the is, same network.
3: It's shrinking. What is, uh, what's the premise? It sounds vaguely familiar. It's it has Harrison <coughs> Ford in it, right?
2: Yeah, Harrison uh, Ford and, uh, Jason Segal. Is that his name? Segal? Jason Segal? Yeah, Jason Segal. Um, and he's a shrink. Hmm. His wife just died. But he's a shrink, so he's, like, dealing with all his own stuff while also being a shrink. And he has, like, a unique way about going with counseling people.
3: Yes. Is this one where he starts being explicit with his patients? Yeah. I've seen the trailer Mm -hmm. where he starts telling him, like, no, he needs to do this. Yeah, he's
2: basically like, oh, you're saying all this, but really I found out. (laughs) Mm. You're the shallow person and all this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's like a different approach, and it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I should. I'll. I'm. I'll check it out. I need some more like of those feel good shows because I don't often like force myself to watch something yeah. like that. But um, you know, I did like Ted Lasso. For a bit, I still need to catch up on that. But Shrinking, I've heard of it. It sounds. Um,
2: it's quick too. Good. It's like twenty five minute episodes. Okay. Nice.
4: Uh, Richie, you put me on a new show. Um, isn't it called? Sorry, I'm like blanking on names right now, but isn't it Flowers of Evil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's what evil, it's yeah. called. All right, yeah. cool. Um, I still have yet to see, I want to say episode three, just because like my schedule's been a bit crazy. Um, but that is the show that I know I'm going to be like sticking with. Like, I'm actively like. Looking forward to the next episode that I get to see. Um, I've mainly just been playing video games, like in between like fifteen minute, like whatever increments. Um, I've been playing this game called Disco Elysium. <laughs> and it's a it's an RPG game, and you pl- you get to play as like a detective investigating like a weird murder that's like a union based against huh? like capitalistic machine whatnot um, but you have like these weird Lovecraftian like takes on like your emotions that are like speaking to you for instance like let's say that um, you see something uh, like drugs on the table like there's this god named electrochemistry which you can like put points into to like tap into that more and it's like Gosh, oh shit. what is that is that speed on the table yes <laughs> you want to take this yes you want to don't You know take it and steal it and just go do it and just and it's like all these like things are like actively like making you like disoriented during the playthrough Mm -hmm. and the character that i chose i don't know if it's the same for like the other characters that you can choose or the one that you can make custom but um the character wakes up with not remembering anything and they had just gone on like the biggest bender of their life and they're actively, the like, shit. recounting all of these events that people say. They're like, oh, yeah, you were in here last night, like, waving your gun around, singing, like, disco songs on the karaoke machine. <laughs> and it's like, you can either choose to lean into that, <laughs> or you can choose not to. Um, or you could be like, like a, a memento. Wh- it is. But, but it's, like, set in, like, a weird, I want to say, like, 1950s or 1920s. Uh, era oh, wow. yeah it's like, like kind of punk Yeah, I yeah. don't know the exact word for it's, it it's not it's,
3: steampunk but it's not cyberpunk it's like
4: it's like 20s punk yeah. like or <sighs>
3: Pinkerton punk mm. yeah, okay. kind yeah. Of or doing, even like Dust Bowl yeah have uh, you guys like played depression, a, depression. Uh, depression. dead depression
4: punk, punk.
2: Yeah. have <laughs> you guys played
1: uh, Heavy Rain yeah yeah so is it is this, so is this as investigative as that or i think it's a lot more I, yeah it's way more <laughs> oh, like okay. there's there's certain things and it's oh, wow. all
4: like uh like i said it's all rpg based so everything is basically like uh di- based on like probability of like odds like there's a um for instance if you see like something like a a, a floorboard pe- picking up you can like choose to like investigate that but basically, you have to do a perception check. And if your perception isn't high enough, you don't get to look in it. It'll be like, oh, yeah, it's just a floorboard sticking up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it, it becomes locked after a certain while until you level up perception enough to go back and look into that specific thing. Mm-hmm. And it could be the smallest thing that basically, like, snowballs into this, like,
3: breakthrough with the investigation. I, I, uh, I haven't played it. I need to play it. But I've I've been spoiled on it i've looked up like (laughs) i've looked up the climactic moment and it's just uh yeah i i look forward to hearing what your take is on it how it plays out for you i can't do that that.
1: does that accidentally happen to you pat or do you just go down a rabbit hole and you're like i don't care i'm gonna spoil myself
3: i see the game and i see all the praise i'm like this looks awesome and then i look at like gameplay Mm -hmm. and if i'm not like if i'm not in the headspace to pick it up i'm like, those types of games, I can't pick them up if I'm not in Headspace. <laughs> like, The Walking Dead Season 1 and 2. Like, I picked those up at the right time.
1: Are you talking about the Telltale version?
3: Yeah, like, the Choose Your Adventure oh, I Oh, I love
1: the Telltale Walking Dead. Yeah. That's, like, one of my favorite um, games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever play that. It's, like, yeah. making decisions. It's a point-and-click game. It's super you easy. Would,
4: yeah, you would probably really enjoy Disco Museum oh, but- in that case. Because it's, yeah. it's not too heavy on the gameplay elements. Like, you yeah. walk around... And, like, you just interact with objects, basically. Yeah. Right. It's very much like that, like, point mm-hmm. and click.
3: And, yeah, the, I think the premise didn't... I, I didn't see the present premise. I just saw the characters, and it just didn't hook me. But then I saw, like, I saw all the praise the writing has gotten. And I, uh... So I just, like, I jumped right to the end. Like, okay, let's see the climax. And I saw the climax. I was like, okay.
4: You remind okay. me of, um... The, Which one? Well, it, I forgot to mention that the game also, uh... You play as the main character, but you get, like, a partner in it who, like, follows you around and comments on, like, everything. <laughs> and they're basically, like, the one who has it together. Like, who has their shit together. And, um, you basically have to, like, learn from the, from your partner, like, how to be a police officer. Um, or to how to be a detective and how to, like, navigate situations. Oh, Pat nice. reminds me of this guy. His <laughs> name is Kim Kitsuragi. Okay. And we he deals with a bunch of racist assholes in the game and he puts them all in their place. Kim is so tight. I nice. love that guy. Kim's amazing. Yeah.
3: I, I can't wait for you to
4: see the rest. <laughs> oh, no. What does that mean? Uh, I'm down.
1: Yeah, dude. I want to buy this game, too. I haven't... I don't really buy a lot of games. I just buy, like, a couple of games and just play them for, like, a year until the next 2K. new one came out. I think it's on yeah, sale 2K. for,
4: like, 18 bucks okay, on, dude, like, buy that. PlayStation. Um, I got it on the Switch, though, just because, like, I love the portability of it, being able to, like, pick it yeah. up wherever. Mm-hmm. Um. Which reminds me, I really want to get a Steam Deck. Like that's oh, yeah. that's like next on my list. I, I might get a PC, but if I could get a Steam Deck, I could play Elden Ring with you guys. Wait, what's a Steam Deck? Is that like a, that it's a, a like a souped PSP? Up, it's a, yes, For exactly. Steam? Mm-hmm. Computer
2: games on
4: a. Handheld. You could put any no computer game on it, like through emulators. It's basically like a handheld PC, like an actual what the like fuck? desktop, basically. You put, like, in
3: Valorant and shit. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't do that, but like other games, it's perfect for.
4: Damn. But yeah, it's basically like a souped up a souped up Switch, mm-hmm. but you can put like any game you want on it. Um, if What's it an called? Steamcast. A uh, Steam Deck. Yeah, a Steam Deck. It's <laughs> on Steam. Cast.
3: Yeah. Is it if the game's on Steam, it's most likely gonna get a port to Steam Deck.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I feel like that would be the case because that's like their main console yeah. that's their only console really <laughs> i know it has rim
3: world and that has my interest really piqued. i need to get back into that mm. i think yeah but no I, I uh yeah that's how i spoiled myself is i just i saw the art i saw the praise i think it's, i saw it at the game awards of the year and then like I'd, I'd just be i'd be on youtube watching other nerd stuff and it'll be my suggested like the perfect run or someone i like plays it and i'll just click it and like okay no okay this is interesting okay let's just go right to the end
4: <laughs> no it, it's the perfect game to just go into like whether i mean it might be different for like people depending on like if they you know if they get spoiled on something if they're willing to like go back and like experience it or whatever but i'm really enjoying my own experience with it i literally know i knew nothing about the game going into it all i knew is that i wanted to play it really badly And it's probably been my favorite game that I've played in recent memory, like, period. Um, There's, of course, like, the classics that you can, like, go back to. Like, for instance, Metroid Prime Remastered came out on Switch, which I really want to get. Um... But it's like that game. It's like made like in the early two thousands. Like, yeah, dude, I played that I, on a GameCube. Like mo- yeah, exactly. awesome. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Metro Prime was great. Yeah. I remember seeing reviews of that on like Toonami and stuff, yeah. and like being just blown away. Like,
3: oh yeah, the the what's that disc that would have Mega sixty four on it, Red versus Blue, and then game trailers. Mm-hmm. And you'd see like Metro Prime, Metro Prime three or two trailer. <laughs>
1: dude, they should make a Metro Prime <laughs> movie, man. They need to make that movie. I, I know that they're awesome.
4: they're making a fourth one apparently. Yeah. Like in, in terms of like a gameplay, but in terms of a movie, mm-hmm. yes,
1: they should make one where the, she doesn't like take off her helmet till the end of the game. No, <laughs> it would basically <laughs> right just at just the be the end alien. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Cool Samus movie. Not not Outer M.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Have you guys played Outer Rim?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play the some of the games on Samus, game, like the guy game Boy from uh,
3: Smash Brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lady. Smash Brothers yeah so Samus is a yeah, yeah, basically know. a Ripley that's Ripley. what I'm
1: saying like she doesn't reveal like her face you know until the end like she takes Samus home. is
4: one of the best like gaming protagonists ever. yeah Samus that's is
1: awesome so
3: excluding out Just, her, like
1: own. long like blonde hair too
3: yeah so what's Damn. the worst Switching. what do you think what, the, yeah. Yeah. what do you yeah, think you the worst that. thing you could do to Samus as a character would be
2: the worst thing that you could do yeah, yeah. Thunderbolt Pikachu
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you I want don't to spike. Know. Samus. She has bad recovery. <laughs> <laughs> it goes vertical only. You spike that. But no. Uh, they they give her a they create a weird mother surrogate narrative in mm. room which could be could work well, but not for Samus at the age of like twenty eight or thirty. She's not. Yeah. yeah. Samus is. I, she, she calls the it? Metroid the baby. Oh, that's weird. No, Samus
4: is basically like a, a Ripley like in, incarnate in like a video game where it's like they do what needs to be done in order to protect humanity. Like basically like MacReady and the thing, um, you know, it's, I, I love those kinds of characters and it, I feel like watching, you know, this watch through of the thing for me, cause I've seen it multiple times. um, I think it's because it got mentioned earlier, like, Alien. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget yeah. who brought it up, but um, I was like, dude, like, Ripley and McCready are, like, two sides of the same coin, basically. And, like, the entire feel of the movie it has, like, this very, uh, like, looming, like, ominous feel of, like, something watching you. And, like, you're, you aren't safe anywhere you go. And the environment plays such a huge role in it. And you can actively see it becoming smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until there's really nowhere else to run yeah and the character's competence really mm-hmm. yes the competence is yeah. is the is the shining star it kind of makes you more involved because like
3: oh i like oh the things run around i'd do this and they do that like oh shit fuck <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> i'd be dead i'd be so dead <laughs>
1: yeah in case you guys didn't know we watched a film a John Carpenter back to back episode we watched uh, the 1982 film of the thing directed by John Carpenter it's a remake of the 19 i believe 50 51 film uh, i think it's like another thing from outer space or something i don't remember the name i think it's still the thing. or is it yeah, still the, the other thing, thing oh. from that, yeah yeah um yeah i haven't seen this film in and so long and i thought it would be a great rewatch, and I know that Tyler have never seen uh, The Thing. Um, yeah it's one of those films like when I first watched it as a teenager I watched it with some friends and they're like oh this movie is really slow and it kind of took a long time to get to the point and, and all that. I'm like dude I love all the suspense I love the the build-up in this film when things go from like zero to hundred It's just, it's nuts. It goes that way for, like, a good 20 minutes in some scenes, and you're like, wow. It's like a a slow build-up, you know, like a roller coaster, and you get to the top, and Mm -hmm. once you go down, whew, man, it it felt (coughs) like it took a long time. But, like, it was a a thrill ride, for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. What what did you
1: think, Tyler? This is your first uh, watch.
2: Yeah, I had so much anxiety. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it though. I was definitely caught, I was just caught way off guard, honestly. I was kind of like sh- shook, shook to the core for a sec yeah. <laughs> at certain scenes. Um, but no, I loved it. Like, just the, the look of it and everything too. You know, I feel like it really holds up uh, with the effects and, you know, the visuals of the film. In that bass line, those like the freaking even the music, the violins. It, I felt like they were like, the sound was like piercing into my bones. Yeah, and that in that ominous feeling you were talking about, Kevin. Ugh, I just don't. Yeah, this is this is about as horror as it gets for your boy. <laughs> I'm surprised Abby did so well, honestly. <laughs> I think she did well because you guys were here. Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> she yeah, was I'm... trying to act tough in front
3: of you guys. <laughs> yeah, when you said you hadn't watched it, and you, you want to come over and do a watch party? It's like yes. I feel like
2: my my jaw was open just as much as it was when I watched uh, Possession. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm into that, yeah. <laughs> These kind of movies, for sure. Like, my vibes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was great. The first just the raw reaction from uh, both tyler and abby yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. abby you know. wasn't looking at,
1: at some points
3: mm-hmm. i was like yeah I see." Like but yeah like I was like, oh were they melted together or like what like the did they get split in half and i was like oh yeah, they. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like sitting we had no idea yeah i was like sitting back me and kevin were like oh yeah 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 sure <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it's just this one thing <laughs>
4: don't worry about it yeah. don't worry about the dog yeah no
3: why is the shot lingering on the dog and there's like a, the, the baseline hits like dun dun with the dog like looking at people it's clearly shown like above inte- like intelligence it's like consciously looking at people but don't worry about that no yeah I'm, thank you for having us over this is like a oh yeah this is like an end of Evangelion movie where you want to if you've seen it before, you want to see someone see it for the first time. Yeah.
1: yeah, we had a watch party at Tyler's. Thank you, Tyler, for hosting our watch party.
2: Of course. Thank you, um, Pat, for the beer. Of course.
1: Yeah, Pat provided us with uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer. It's pretty good.
4: Mention a uh, lay film <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. at, at Yeah. BevMo. Yeah. Uh, you'll get 2% off. And hopefully
3: Eight. your car doesn't get declined like mine three <laughs> times in a row. <laughs>
2: mention uh, film at pevmo they might charge you more actually <laughs> <laughs> you know uh don't, sub- don't use subscribe. our
1: qr code or anything like that you're only going to pay more <laughs>
4: subscribe to our patreon uh, two dollars uh <laughs> <laughs> it'll go towards the next uh, purchase mm-hmm. uh for the next episode just kidding we don't have patreon yeah. yet
1: uh um, we should advertise our own show right you guys can like hit us up at layfilmpodcast.gmail.com mm-hmm. yeah we don't get comments or anything I don't know if it matters to you guys, but I only lo- know like maybe 5% of our family we're and friends get, like this. We're going to blow up
3: though one time and we're going to on everything. we got to do something really shocking, but whoever's ready to sacrifice himself for that. Yeah. I'm not. Someone's going to <laughs> someone's gonna have to get canceled. Yes. <laughs> but publicly, like the Coney guy.
2: Oh my God. Yeah.
3: Who's ready for that? The Coney guy? in 2012 well I guess that blew up before oh. his thing happened
2: yeah. what was that again that was like a cult or something right? no it was like stop
3: the child soldiers Um. I think he's still wiggling around
2: yeah I remember seeing like his stickers
3: everywhere and stuff yeah but yeah I think there's still like. I think that dude still has child soldiers hanging out so I guess we didn't do it in 2012 yeah. oh man <laughs> oh shit
1: I <laughs> guess I might have to choose city of God some, mm. one of these days
2: i still need to watch that that's been on my list forever
1: <laughs> it's a great film i watched
2: it so long ago it's a tough one
4: mm. really that's one that okay, like that's like, a,
1: like a gangster child soldier epic
2: yeah. yeah. I've only seen it's it nuts. one it's time. It's like a Goodfellas. It's just like, yeah, you're just watching that. It, it has yeah. Goodfellas
3: energy, but then like the it ending. Gets way, not, well, yeah,
2: not like the movie, but just like the pl- plot line. You just...
4: Yeah, it's like watching a train wreck. You watch
2: yeah, the basically. rise to fame yeah. and
3: it's a fun time. fortune and then the eventual downfall.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie like in 12, 13 years. So it'd be interesting to watch it now and like just because I don't remember too much about it now mm-hmm. but I know that it was a, such a great movie when I watched it yeah
4: I just remember seeing the the poster of it and just I I can't remember I can't remember exactly what happens in the movie but I just I get like this feeling
3: Oh the couple on the beach
4: <sighs> yeah, yeah and I and I just have this bad dark feeling whenever I see it though
3: Yeah because it doesn't those two people on the beach it does not play out well
4: <laughs> <laughs> for them Yeah and and I don't know, like I said, I don't know what happens, but it's like that lingering sensation is like, carried with me since, like, watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to feel that one while I, I'm... I,
3: yeah, I completely understand it, because, yeah, it's it's the love interest girl, and then just bad stuff happens, because the main character isn't the driving force of the story, in a way. He's more oh, of an observer.
4: Yeah, than... like a fly on the water. I remember that. Yeah,
3: and the real guy is the sociopath, who's, yeah. Killing people at age, like nine. <laughs> Rough movie. Uh, we yeah. gotta get you on that, Tyler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ready.
1: We're about showing you all the hard stuff. I
2: love the gangster movies. Yeah. It's Brazilian. I can take
3: those. But it's not Elite Squad.
2: Have you guys ever I seen I not Dallas? seen Elite Squad. No. It's like a Jamaican Scarface or Whoa. Okay. Goodfellas again. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, I've actually that one's seen sick Scarface. too. I've
1: never seen Scarface.
2: And the ending scene oh, is awesome. like one of the best shootout ending scenes I've wow. ever seen. Yeah, I've never. With seen Was one it. of the best songs put to it too. Which, it's great. I've never seen a Jamaican movie. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to check. Yeah, it we, out. we should yes, yeah. do that actually. Yeah.
1: We're but showing yeah, each other the cocaine level movies.
2: Yeah, we gotta go Just watch take cocaine, cocaine, cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine Dude, I'm oh, no. <laughs> <not> gonna watch <laughs>
1: Cocaine Bear. I'm down to see that. <laughs> I'm good. I, I've been actually watching a movie that had come out this year and I'm still trying to go see uh, Knock of the Cabin but, oh. I've, been, but I've been watching movies that, in theaters that have not come out this year which was like Perfect Blue and then I saw Titanic uh, mm-hmm. almost last week it was so amazing watching Titanic in 4K 3D in theaters so fucking amazing 5 out of 5 stars uh, a fucking awesome James Cameron movie everything about it Leonardo dicaprio like kate wins it oof so good so good You guys all have seen titanic right nope no way you've never seen no, titanic no, i've never, oh, seen it. never seen you've, it. Never, seen you've it. never seen titanic <laughs> i've seen like most what of it, but i've i've I i've cried like three times in the, like the last half an hour like a separate moment so i'm like
3: oh fuck movie. <laughs> i've absorbed so much through like cultural osmosis that i feel like i know all of titanic but i have seen it you
1: have to watch it the Just three that. hours it feels like a breeze.
3: There's I'm the King of the World, uh the door, and then the lady drops into just in every, everything, everything <laughs> in the movie, man, like in
1: in between everything, like, ugh, such a. Billy Zane. Billy oh, Zane yeah. is like the. <laughs> this is my the, daughter.
4: I know <laughs> that part. <laughs> ugh,
1: but yeah, Billy Zane made a, like top like ten antagonist in a movie, mm-hmm. really great. um the wig is unnoticeable to me Um,
4: (laughs) I was just thinking about his hair (laughs) he accepted
1: it it made me sad because like dude it's such a fantastic like romance movie and then it becomes like a disaster like just the whole like oh yeah we're leading you to this greatest romance story ever and then boom like shit hits the fan the fucking Titanic is like sinking and like it's such Mm a
3: wait it sinks (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert bro
1: sorry I'm sorry Um, Titanic fantastic yeah one of the best romances of all time like underrated for sure in the romance part people forget like yes it's a disaster movie but like they have this such amazing chemistry with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet and Kate Winslet oof she steals the show Mm -hmm. over even over Leo sometimes so yeah like you really want to root for her character even though she's like snobby and rich she's like ah but life like I don't know um you know like you would think like oh what a brat like she's acting super you know bratty and, and spoilery and like it's just like okay why should i feel sorry for this character and she just does such a terrific job of making me feel for her you know in her situation and uh yeah just damn i need to see avatar too
3: yeah <laughs> I, I feel the same Before I'm, you
1: go- I'm, I'm a james cameron fan all right like it's reawakening like the cameron fan in me like enjoying his movies growing up like underrated American director for sure or no not even American he's Canadian
3: damn
1: I went out of James Cameron Bender
3: I I got another before you guys judge us for not seeing Titanic have you guys even seen the legend of 1900 that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's your James Cameron have you ever seen the legend of 1900 with Tim Roth who's the guy from Reservoir Dogs yeah Tim Roth okay. I think that's Tim Roth yeah, yeah. okay I'm gonna force that yeah I'm gonna force you guys to watch the trailer right after this <laughs> but yeah that was my little bit because it, it's very Titanic similar I think mm. but it's not at all it's, you'll see you'll see there's I, a boat it's
1: <laughs> I'll tell you this Titanic is so iconic that like I brought it up to some friends and like oh yeah I, I'm, I see Titanic are you talking about the new one I'm like the new one wait it's what like, I was like, there's no new Titanic, there's only the nineteen ninety-seven version, James Cameron Titanic. They can never remake that movie. Like they're like, Oh why not? Why don't they remake Titanic? I'm like Have you seen Titanic? You cannot remake Titanic. It'll like, get you, remade. It will never be remade because the way James Cameron makes his films, they're just unre- unremakeable. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can never remake Terminator or oh, fucking yeah. you can't remake hell, true
3: lies. They're for sure <laughs> right? gonna remake Terminator too they've done one it like day three, baby they've yeah. done it like three times
2: they did like yeah. semi did tv shows. yeah it's a tv, yeah. yeah, TV, TV, TV shows.
1: but those movies can't be remade like titanic can't be remade avatar can't be remade yeah james titanic
2: King. i will tell you titanic has been remade already wait what? you just don't know it no,
3: <laughs> no. who's james cameron's insane because who's gonna look up who's gonna find the wreckage of the titanic yeah so that they can look up the uh, stars in the night sky, the yes. night is sunk. Oh, put the stars! To put the accurate star maps in the films through yeah. computer graphics. He's a madman.
1: There is, yeah. Dude, Titanic is amazing. I, guess, I haven't seen that since I was like six or seven years old, and watching it on the big screen just it blew me away for sure. I was a little shit as a child. I, I I would laugh when people were falling down from the Titanic, and now I'm like my heart like hurts seeing people like falling down and seeing like a person like yeah just
3: the band playing.
1: Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. You, you guys need to see it. Five out of five.
3: Yeah,
4: I I, uh, I was telling Richie about it like when you first told me about it like a while back. Um, I first watched Titanic when I was like I'm gonna say in between six and eight um i was visiting my grandparents and then they were they had like this huge i think it was like three or four tapes Mm -hmm. like a vhs set of like the titanic and um three or four yeah it was three or four of them
3: insert tape two Mm -hmm. would come on (laughs)
4: exactly and they were watching it on like their crt tv and like it was like Mm -hmm. late in the afternoon sun spilling in and then when it got to the uh the nudity scene, they told me to like close my eyes and I pulled like a, a quilt over my, like my eyes and I could like see through it still. (laughs) 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 Let me see them titties. No, no, I had no idea all they said was like, just close your eyes. And I, I didn't know what was going on, but I, I remember that car scene a lot, but, um, (laughs) but I also remember like all these, like, (laughs) I also remember like all like the, the powerful moments in it. Um, but once again like it's been so long since i seen it i don't remember everything that happened in that film but i think that that's one of the first films that left like a deep impression on like my on me growing up because like that's probably one of the earliest films i remember seeing as a child and then even thinking about like Kate Winslet Um, And, like, Leo DiCaprio, like, those two people are, like, probably, like, two of the first celebrities that I could, like, think back to, like, seeing. And it's weird seeing them, like, progress uh, during my own life, like, um, in, you know, being in, like, other films and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, this, that film, like, left a huge imprint on me. And I have not seen it since. Damn but I really want to see it in 4D.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I want to thank and shout out uh, Ben's uh, f- friend of the podcast for taking me to see this movie. I had no idea it was in the theaters, and he was like, hey, we got to see Titanic. I'm like, I'm down. So we did a double feature that day. I'm like, Titanic and then like a 80s like, horror film later on in the day. I'm like, all right, I'm down for this.
2: Damn, you are at the movie theaters for like six hours that day. <laughs>
1: Sort of, yeah. I watched the uh, Titanic for like three hours and then I went to like a little backyard, like little projection film viewing going on. It was fun. Uh, yes. but, yeah, shout out to Ben. I, s- I still can't believe you guys haven't seen Titanic. It's a, f- it's a classic. All right. It's a movie that everybody. That's to like,
2: like what Pat said. I feel like I've already seen it. Yeah, just Through like Osmosis. And I've also seen it's been on TV so many times. I've seen so many different scenes. I've seen okay. the the
3: nude scene. The I've seen zero scenes, <laughs> scenes except for like. Yeah, I've seen zero scenes. Oh, you haven't seen anything. I've seen nothing. Okay. I just know. You
1: about haven't them. seen all three hours worth, three hours and ten minutes of Titan. No. That movie is so good. Like, you know Bill Paxton's in the movie. Is it better than Bill the Paxton's thing? It's great. Is there I name? think it's as good as The Thing. <laughs> as good? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. No
3: way. Is there, a cellul- is there a cellular level monster on the Titanic?
1: Man, the fucking whole Titanic. All right. <laughs> when that shit fucking falls apart. But uh, yeah, um, enough with my Titanic uh, praise. Let's get into The Thing and talk about it. Um, obviously, I gave Titanic five out of five. The Thing... We're gonna into ratings. Deserves a 5 out of 5. It is a masterpiece of a horror-thriller-action film. Kurt Russell is um, a fucking god in this film. Uh, his charisma is just through the, through the roof. Uh, I've never seen so much fire and explosions in a movie. Um, the, the blue and pink uh, cinematography. for Just the, the whole vibes of filming the, the snow, the environments made me feel kind of cold um it was very chilling and uh yeah keith david does a great job uh he doesn't have as much screen time as he did in they live but he still made his presence well known and i think all the other actors um did terrific like they made a lot of smart decisions um you know it's one of those movies where like wow i wouldn't have thought of that or okay these characters are know what they're doing And they're not making anything like drastically stupid. Like, I mean, there are some like irrational moments, but like you can forgive that. Um, All the big moments are are done in a way that's very rational. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic movie.
2: I won't go. I want to give my rating last. All right.
3: I'll go. Uh, Five out of five as well. Uh, Everything Richie said. And. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's a classic. I've seen it a lot of times. This is up there for one of the movies i watched the most, probably. I've seen it so many times. And, uh, yeah, just cult, uh, not culturally, also culturally. I love the uh, the inspirations, the sources that this uh, property has created, like Parasite Eve. I want something to do with that coming out. Uh, and, Parasite Eve. Yeah, I just love, I love the cellular level horror. The uh, pseudo biology horrors genre invasion with yeah. Nicole Kidman. I just love that because you know it's the fear of the unknown and literally like the fear of the cellular level doesn't see it. See, yeah, this is that. That's like this is the kind of horror I can get behind.
2: Yeah. Where it's not like haunting. This is haunting you in your dreams mm-hmm. or. Okay, you that know, is like really Ghostly scary. shit.
3: Yeah. Fr- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Growing up, that like that would petrify me. That concept. Yeah. Or I
2: feel like if I saw Alien, like, if this happened to me in real life, I would be less scared of this situation, I think. I don't know. In Elm Street?
3: I agree completely. Yeah. Yes. It's a mystical thing. Yeah, Elm Street's Mm -hmm. it's over. You're dead. You can't Mm -hmm. escape that. But you can maybe burn the thing. You have to sleep. Yeah. And Freddy's gonna kill you in your dreams. It's unavoidable. And sleep
2: is, like, the most vulnerable place
3: to be. Especially
4: when you start forgetting that you're even awake. Oh, yeah we're forgetting Yeah,
3: the end when she goes up to step on the stairs and her feet sink into it like I have dreams just like that like I can't walk I can't run yep (laughs) same it's so real Uh, but yeah those are scary demons not scary I think this is scarier than demons so, no. I don't know. If demons I exist, demons then are scarier. if demons exist and you're a good person, is that you're good?
2: Well, I feel like movies that deal with demons make know, make man. them Devil come man off man scarier. <laughs> well, that's where yeah,
3: again, man. Demons are, <laughs> are
1: evil spirits. So it doesn't they don't think? I don't think they have a moral code. So they would just kind of haunt you if you're just staying there, right? They would just fuck around. Oh yeah, with but I'm, you. I'm,
3: yeah. I, if I'm the big like man upstairs. The big so. man upstairs got to my back. Pat, watch
4: Skin and Marink and come back to this mm-hmm. conversation. I don't think I
3: can. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So shut up. Yo, I actually <laughs> finally saw the uh, preview. For, I think I saw the preview for that. Dude, mm. that shit looked terrifying. Yes. I heard the premise. Wait, didn't you show us done. that? Is that Wait, the one? I? No, no. Yeah, I don't think we have seen that. That was like that? um it's that kind of reminded me of like it was a beautiful day. Or it's, but, uh, such a such beautiful it's, day. it's such a beautiful day. Or it's day.
4: The, is, it, is it the one where the kids in the hallway? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's the trailer. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it's still in theaters. Um, I it's think, on Shutter now.
1: Oh, it's on Shutter.
4: Nice. Definitely check it out. Um, if you don't want to like rent it or whatever, check out um, his other film Heck. That's on YouTube. It's only like thirty minutes. I want to say it's kind of like the it was the uh, prototype of mm. Skin and Marine. But, yeah, that film, I had to actively, like, look away from the screen. Okay. Really? focus on, like, the guy chewing the popcorn. All right. And, like, the like, person, like, like going to the bathroom. Yeah.
3: Okay, but... Wait, yeah. so it's kind of, like, gory. No. No, it's That's like, the it's, problem. It's like Cure when he's walking up to the silhouette. Yeah, it's all the
4: imagination. <laughs> it's like... Which is the worst kind of fear. And then it's also, is it my imagination? Anything can, like... Yeah, exactly. Or is it there? Am I
3: crazy? Exactly. Really? It's like you stare
4: into the dark too long, you mm-hmm. start seeing things.
3: Yeah. You've waking up and there's an alien in your room, and you're like, oh, that's a jacket on your chair. No. Like, oh, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Folks, so, you bad Basically, never Basically, never like, this no, room, I have all the time. Uh, I <laughs> think it's
2: like a figure, and I'm like, oh shit. That's, that's just my shirt hanging. Th- down that's
4: skinamarink. It's like it's like just enough and focused to where you could see like the outline of something, but you can't see the details of it. Okay.
3: Ugh. <sighs> see, that's scarier than the demon too. Uh, exactly. Funny. See that. Yeah, see, yeah, see, but
4: yeah. there is something in regards to that. Yeah, but but that, you're I, seeing it all from the perspective of a child in wow. a house where you're just alone. Mm, I don't like that. Exactly, and <laughs> yeah, all you no. have is a TV to give you. I'm money. already
2: scared just talking about it. Imagining it myself. Yeah, yes.
4: that was probably one of the scariest fucking movies I've ever seen. No. Like I, I, had, I, I like being at home alone. I'm like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> you to open the front door. Yeah, I and gotta watch. On? I gotta be the kids in Skinner rank and turn on the TV. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know I need a light on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, damn. But yeah, definitely check that film out if you haven't yet. Um, like Richie said, it's on Shutter right now. There's probably other ways to get it
3: too. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna look up heck. I want to see the short first. I like seeing did short, but yeah. Uh,
4: that one's much slower. Oh yeah. damn! At least in the first half, I want to say.
3: Okay. But yeah, I love a good. I just love the premise. I love the execution. Keith David steals every scene he's in. Uh, some good one-liners. Uh, rich ensemble. Uh, characters that just look like characters. Their face has a texture to it and they you, you look at the way their nose is with their face and you can assume who they are as a person like you do in real life or I do in real life. You know, it's it's a good refreshing you know, like movies now feel too like means tested or like you have to find a safe face to be your protagonist or background actor even. And uh this just like lets people with, you know, unique looks They you yeah, definitely characters. feel like
1: genuine characters and actors yeah like, completely um, believable yeah nobody really stood out as like oh yeah um I wouldn't trust that guy like everyone seems pretty believe- believable you know and sympathetic yeah, yeah. Um,
3: Kurt Russell stands out in that like I'm like okay I want if I'm if I'm in Antarctica I want him the one, the one yeah he's the, he's the macho he, yeah.
1: yeah he's the one who just figures out like the whole situation is extremely dire and bleak and he has to take the most extreme measures like it's extreme but like in that situation it's like completely normal to think okay we need to like take this whole ship down basically yeah
3: and then the dogville for for the world it's a
1: it's a freaking save the world kind of scenario yeah
3: and then the dogville vibe i kind of caught myself on this viewing a little a little too bloodthirsty for my normal liking towards the the evil the evil alien that's just an alien you know, it has no malicious intent except for the fact that it its existence is malicious to us. So it's like, oh, well, you know, can't help it, but also it got to die. And I kind of was on un- well, you know, I was uncomfortable with that. You know, the Cold War allegory kind of has in, but baked in. Yeah, but it's a little more one-sided. It's pretty explicit who's good and who's bad. Unlike you know, like the older propaganda films like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know the the abstract fear of you losing your American individuality right. to the Soviet
1: that's a, also another classic for sure
3: Yeah, this has like a similar vein but it's, it's I don't know it feels like it goes more it's more explicit in whose side you're supposed to support but also it makes it makes complete sense whose side you're supposed to support and even then you could spin it to like you know who's to say that the greed isn't the thing an all-consuming you know it consumes things to a molecular level very greedy but yeah that's just my little spin on the a historical context and I just love the movie hmm.
2: I like everything you guys have said and I liked well I'm gonna five it I'm gonna five it too cause it's just, a, it just this is just a fun one to talk about it's a good one to just experience wait is
1: this everyone fives from everyone
2: I think Kevin has not got yet. oh shit well I'll say at least for horrors for like horror films that I've watched I'll give it a five out of five Maybe I guess overall, if I were to watch it, like if I chose it myself, and I didn't have anybody to talk about it with,
3: mm. you don't think you'd love it still?
2: Nah, I would. Ah. I would. I would. Cause I'd ah, still. Okay. I'd still have to like. I'd have to call. I'd have to call one of you guys. But yo, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like this like, is one of those movies where you come out the theater and you're just like, damn. Like I need to. I need a second to process that, and then I need to talk it out with somebody. Do you have like
3: a horror threshold? Of, like, the more horror it is, the it hurts its ab- abject ranking. Like, oh, that was too scary. Does it like pull it down a little bit? Or is it like. I get. N- no.
2: I won't like let that affect my score, okay. but I feel like I can't give a good score because I'm going to be covering the screen half oh. the time. <laughs> like,
3: not watching. Yeah, that counts as watching.
2: Yeah.
4: I'm going to give it a five out of motherfucking five.
3: <laughs> bing, 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 bing. We have a winner. All four of us
4: <laughs> have given this film a five out of five. That is right. You heard it here first. Um, this film has stayed with me since middle school when I was first introduced to it by my friend. Um He was so into this movie. Um, He also had the 2002 video game for Mm -hmm. PS2. Which, I don't know if you guys remember that. It was a squad-based game. I think it was also canon, apparently. To
1: the ending of this film. (laughs) Which is not cool of them.
4: but um yeah he showed me that video game and i just remember like seeing the you know the flamethrower and i remember Mm -hmm. seeing the previews for the video game and everything and when i first uh saw the film as like an adult it completely blew me away i was into it from the very start when the helicopter's flying in you get in that wide expanse it's i i remember thinking like wow or even during during this last viewing like you can't like you
2: can't make a movie like this. Yeah, it's not CGI. They're,
3: yeah, they're, like, like this is f- they are fully there. Yeah, yeah.
2: and like, you know, we even the- said we're like, is this actually in Antarctica? <laughs> yeah.
3: mm-hmm.
4: Exactly, like the long sweepiness and like just the the scale of it all, of it all, especially with like the explosives and like the like the nighttime photography at night where the flames. Are, it's like that stuff is so. I, I have no doubt in my mind that that is real. And that's what makes it all the more immersive to me, which I'm not saying that, like, in order to have, like, immersion, you need to have, like, seamlessness and environments and everything. It's just that with this film, it's done on such a scale to where it, like, just blows... It blew my mind when I first saw it. Um, and just the entire, like, pacing of it all, very much like They Live... Like, I love those two films back-to-back. Like, they live, and then also the thing, especially with the sparse use of music, um, it really lets the the action sink in, uh, and being able to experience it, like, in this watch party... Where Tyler, you have a you have an awesome sound system. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me that's. And Pat were talking I got the sub it. right behind you guys. Yeah, you mm-hmm. said it too earlier about like the the violins, like when those came in, you mm-hmm. felt it in like your bones.
2: Yes, it, it's like it this was so this loud and It mm-hmm. was
4: like, but it wasn't like harsh to the point where it was like ear piercing. It like got right up to there where it like really shakes you, mm-hmm. and that like, oh, it like added a whole other like experience for me watching it. Um, like the sound just really popped to me this time around, but I usually see this movie once a year. I saw it, uh, last Halloween and I'm really glad I got to see it again tonight, um, with you guys. And man, I just love everything about this movie. Um, the, it, it, it reminds me a lot of a 12 angry men in a way, which is, um, an older film. I want to say from like. It has, like, Henry Fonda in it and, like, a few other, or, like, 11 other people, you know. <laughs> um, but it's basically, like, a like a whodunit kind of thing. It's, like, or not like that, um, but you have, like, all these very strong personalities clashing with each other. Almost like um, a game of, like, ping pong, but with, like, 12 other, like, players <laughs> at the same time. Like, all yeah, in a small a, that's room. That's a
1: great movie. I remember seeing that when I was, like, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Such a great movie. <laughs>
4: but i i loved um i like richie you mentioned it earlier where um each time you watch it you feel like you know who who it is versus like you know the person who the people who aren't afflicted by it but it's like it leads you down so many like false corners and everything like it keeps you guessing every moment um and i just love how everything just sort of like spirals and comes together in the end like it it always, it always gets me, and I, I love this film.
1: All right, let's just jump right into spoilers. And yeah, if you haven't seen this film, definitely, uh, you know, rent it or even buy it like I did. Uh, it's a film that you can go back and, and take in all the, the, you know, minor details and, and say, oh, well, maybe that was the foreshadow, maybe that was a hint that this person was. The thing.
2: No, you gentlemen have been through a lot, and when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this
3: winter tied to this fucking couch. Um,
1: yeah, I can watch this film so many times I won't get tired of it. Um, yeah, dude, the special effects were amazing in this movie. Yeah. The uh, yeah, just uh, the the J and B bottle, the the dog. Mm. <laughs> this uh you know clark being with the dog for like an hour hour and a half and you're like oh yeah he's the end. it's obvious that it's him and then it wasn't no it's yeah and the per- like the silhouette or the the shadow on the wall when the dog was like walking around and you're like oh who could that be just it, it makes me like try to put it all together afterwards and you're like oh who was that person
3: on this viewing, the dog's intelligence really hit me. Different than, like, in past viewings. So. The
1: dog actor, man. Sh- oh, yeah. Should have gotten nominated for an Oscar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, when it enters the kennel, and it's just, like... It, like, stays as still as possible not to be figured out in front of the human. And then, like, it just sits out and stares at the wall. Is that edited to make it look like that, but it's, like, so, like... Oh, my... Like, it's uncanny. It's just, like, someone sit, sitting down and looking at a wall. But it's a dog. So you're, like, oh, it's, you know, it's just a dog. But then you see it just staring and staring something's not right with that dog i think so. he's like
1: waiting there listening for like the helicopter to like to leave so then like you know everyone's just kind of vulnerable at that point
2: <laughs> i was just expecting the dog to like start mauling the other dogs <laughs> so i wasn't oh. expecting oh. his whole fucking face to open up and skin to peel back and the skull <laughs> <to start laughs> spitting acid <laughs> yeah i think that's what stood out to me the most for this movie just knowing when it was made and it's 2023 now and the special effects i'm still like how yeah. C- certain ones like when I forget the character's name when his, years ago when his head gets mm-hmm. cut off oh yeah yeah and yeah. then like they burn his body but then his head it's like it's like is dragging itself. on the floor and it's like that canted angle I think yeah. oh I'm, it, it looks so real right there cause it is real
3: I think except for the it's not really an alien but it's like practical fully yeah, practical, all, it? practical yeah it's all it's all
2: practical They use
1: puppetry for it you know yeah
2: Miley yeah, right?
3: they did a really good job though yeah my grape is, of course, the. I think everyone has this, but the final form the thing takes and the little claymation or stop motion part where the tentacle grabs the TNT. It's always like, ah, just do a string. Everything else is looks like so perfect. Just that little, like, it feels like it's less frames. Yeah. And it comes in and, like, wraps around it. When it goes through the hole? Yeah, it's like, ah.
4: Has, like, an evil dead kind of vibe. Yeah, it's
3: like, no, it's just the dude's tongue, the, the dismembered head's tongue, like, yeah. like, lassoing onto the desk and then starts pulling itself the only other scene that stood out weird to me too is
2: when like Kurt Russell Keith David and they're I forget who else it was but they're standing outside talking having a, a conversation like in the wind they're yelling at each other mm-hmm. but I feel like you can totally tell that it's just oh, so yeah. voiced over. yeah there's w-
4: Windows McCready and then um, is it so-
2: Gary? the doctor?
4: no no it was the guy who oh, roller oh, skates the uh, chef uh, oh Knowles Knowles yeah Knowles yeah, yeah, it was those three out in the, um in the blizzard.
1: Oh, you're talking about like like ADR.
4: Yeah, so right. Yeah, dude, yeah, just
3: that scene, I was like,
2: "What's going on right here?" Yeah,
4: yeah they're like, "What do you think's going on?" <laughs> yeah. I like,
3: no, I like that. Yeah, it's endearing, it, right? The wind's so high, and then like you just like they're just shouting, so it's so overpowered. I was like, yeah. "Oh." But it's like you could clearly yeah, I mean, tell. Yeah. it's Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's <brilliant.
0: laughs>
3: No, i i
4: love like all the all like the flaws and everything that go into it like the same thing with they live for me it's like it's it's beautifully imperfect mm-hmm. or it's perfect perfectly imperfect um and the music itself like it's so like it once again it's so sparse but it's like that baseline line when it finally like gets in those quieter moments, and then it just like kicks back in, and you can tell that like the thing itself is like lurking in the shadows, yeah, yeah. like stalking and like grabbing a part from, you know, for instance the, you know, uh, the helicopter mm-hmm. and like dragging it underground, installing right. it like with some you know torn out wires and like all this stuff. As a machine
3: table down there, I love that little detail. It's like making bolts and
4: stuff. My thing is like how. How long has uh, How long was the was Blair, you know, working at this underground uh, cavern? Yeah.
1: But then uh, again, like, like over a, a day at least, because I know this takes place in three days, <laughs> so like maybe a day and a half to two days. Right. Yeah.
4: But then again, like there was like a generator room underneath there. Yeah. Yeah. And or no, no, that was a scene. separate room.
1: Because there was a scene where yeah. Fuchs was like working on something, and then it has like the transition where like you can tell it went from day to nighttime. And he's like about to leave, but he took a flare with him. Um, oh man,
2: fuchs! <laughs> I love all the the lighting too. The, the oh, flares, yeah. the flares bring in.
1: Yeah, it's. I, I feel like what's not talked about enough is like Kurt Russell being the lead because if you had someone who was not as competent a, of an actor, you know, like not to. And I and I love this actor. Like I, I you know I revered him growing up. But the, if you had The Rock in the role like this today. Mm-hmm. I don't I think the energy would be different I think Kurt Russell brought like a realness to McCready and like you just like want to root for him he's he's so like you just believe everything he says you're like okay this guy's super smart totally badass and um, he's cutthroat I'm with him like he he's like the smartest person in the room he's got no fear yeah no fear even though they're like they're scientists there's like cooks and stuff all these different types of people like mm-hmm. he's the most competent person and, um, yeah, just like, the fucking beard and the The winter coat and, yeah, just, communicates
3: so much. The cowboy hat. Yeah, McCready's like, I think it's like a, I think it's like a Spanish cowboy hat too. So it's like, there's, there has to be some kind of story connected, like some adventures connected to that hat and that's why he wears it (laughs) every time he flies the helicopter. Yeah, just
1: like, yeah, he's so underrated in, in this role. Like, this is probably his best role in my opinion that made him who he is. Um, yeah, like Kurt Russell just... Yeah, he blows it away, for sure.
4: It seems like it, he, he does it in a very understated way, too. To where it's, like, it's quietly intense. But even though he isn't quiet in it, but just in that sort of, like, approach to it all. but it's very understated. He had a
1: great, like, monologue, too. When he was um about to do that test, just... Oh, man, he he's great at one-liners, all the monologues, just... All the interactions <laughs> his reactions is everything that he did in the film was just like pitch-perfect and it's just like that would be Oscar worthy you know if mm-hmm. people took horror films more seriously like I think he yeah he killed it it's not a five without Kurt Russell mm-hmm. you yeah. put somebody else and it'd be like a oh, four you He's, know like an Kurt, average yeah, person Russell, would make it a four
2: Kurt Russell's like the shining light in the darkness yeah. of, when you're afraid There, <laughs> yeah. watching it like well at least I got Kurt Russell
3: I Kurt Russell here to keep me safe. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's also the one that condemns you to dying. Yeah. It's like, we gotta destroy the whole base, we gotta freeze yeah. ourselves to death, we gotta melt it. I kept he's thinking like, that well, Kurt Russell dead was the dead. thing the whole time, too. Mm. I was like, it's gonna be him. <laughs>
2: That's like a... Yeah,
3: that'd be a bad twist, I
4: think. I... I love from like the very beginning when we're first introduced to macready he's like playing that um game of uh chess Mm. against like the computer and then he starts to think that you know he has the edge over it but then it like chooses like a one in a million move basically something that he completely overlooked and then he goes full scorched earth and just destroys the computer. <laughs> and like force the drink Yeah, the J B on it. The
1: G- yeah, the G- yeah, yeah. 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 And, and it's like it throughout the whole movie.
4: And and I love the the point where um God, where is it which moment is it is is it that he oh no, it's when Fuchs drags him out into the uh the tractor sort of thing. He's like, No, I gotta speak to you outside. Mm, yeah. And he like shows him like the note. doesn't he have like the no, he doesn't have the notes. Mm. He has a notebook. Oh, he yeah, does the guy's binder or he has Blair's journal. binder yeah, yeah, journal. And he like reads him a passage in it basically saying that if this thing uh, gets out into the world, we're basically like fucked. Mm-hmm. And then he just says like this this like look wash over him and he realizes that this is the computer making the chess move that has beat him mm-hmm. without him even knowing. And he knows yeah. that he has to go full scorched earth. And he does it. Like, even with, like, the dynamite and, like, Damn. everything he goes from, like, zero to a hundred. He's like, no, I'm taking you out. You aren't going to get the best of me. Fuck, you're right. That's a good comparison.
2: Yeah. Classic. And yeah,
1: yeah he, he's the, the classic hero. Like, he does everything that's heroic. For the good of the people. Yeah, even if it world. means, like, killing the people that he, you know, worked with on this military base, right? And... Some of them friends, maybe he just knew them from work or whatever, but he's like, you know what? I got this dynamite here. If you come any closer, we're all gone, but you know what? The world will be safe. Mm-hmm. Blow a and, hole right in the face. But it most people, it. you know, most people would try to find ways to, to leave or escape or like leave everybody behind. But it's just like yeah. he can't he didn't want to take the chance. He he wanted to take the the higher route, the hardest one. And yeah, it's it's a great like heroic story
3: and not a coward in the bunch inch. yeah no one's like we can maybe we can communicate with them make a deal no it's just everyone's yeah. like all right except
4: windows windows i think windows was probably the the one i mean it's obvious right like windows was the was the one who ran off basically when things started heating up like is that what you're talking about when you said there wasn't like a coward in the bunch or did i get that wrong I, he ran off. I think Windows was a coward.
3: It's so yeah. when he froze up. He's the one with the curly yeah, no, hair. No, was, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he always tries to shades. get the gun. Yeah, uh, he from tries the to get the shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he's like, he's like, you guys are all things. I'm gonna start killing you. <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, I don't, I don't know if he was trying to escape, but I, I did feel for him where he's like, you know what. No he's like I, I, I can't trust anybody. I yeah. need to take matters in my into my own hands.
3: Yeah. He's like all but, all yeah. six of you in this room could be you guys can just your faces can fold back and you just can mm. start spitting acid well, then, on me. Well
4: then, you know what? I'm starting Maybe he's to Maybe the most bad on this
3: then. on this land. Or it's just like it, I don't know, just pure. I can totally amb- empathize. Like the full fear. F- being in a room and like like one of these like someone's like face can peel. Just that alone. One of these
2: guys can turn into a fucking six foot spider at yeah, oh. like time. And just
3: one of them. What if you're thinking like everyone else is one of them and like they're they're lulling me into security and they're gonna it, attack in two especially seconds. Especially if you three have seconds, if you have second. like
1: arachnophobia and you see like fucking eight legs coming out of like your friend and you're yeah. like, oh shit, well that really happened. And then you're just kind of standing there like. I feel like most of us, would just kind of freeze in, in fear, right? Yeah. Drop uh, the flamethrower. Yeah. Get and, our
4: heads clamped. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Just
2: watching it on the screen, I was squirming so much. I was like, oh.
1: I know. I was already like curling my toes. I'm like, oh, shit. I can't even imagine if that shit literally happened in this room. I'm like,
3: oh, I'm dead. I'm, and I'm surprised <laughs> I'm you know, dead. Obviously for the movie, but I'm also surprised no one just snapped and was yeah. like, okay, our blood's good. Just, just, just fry them. <laughs> just burn them alive. I don't wanna I don't wanna gamble. It's like the Blair situation. When they yeah, they they think they're doing a mercy by leaving him up in the shack. But it's clear by like day one. I, like something I, just got through the wall, something opened the door, and yeah. I
1: think that happened um yeah, when Fuchs was working. I think anywhere in that time frame is when they either got him or they got to Fuchs and then to uh to Blair. I think they got him because uh, when
3: he has the noose. Yeah, His I think is, maybe he
1: was trying to kill himself because he knew he was contaminated. Yeah, but when we see but it. it yeah. But then he got took over. That's Cause, my theory.
3: Because he's so he's so like defeated and pleading. He's like, yeah. I just want to get out. Just let me out. Let me. Out. I, let I
1: think me that's out. when he was the alien. When yeah. he said that.
3: I think so too. He's like, I'm better now. Because he would let have
1: he would have killed himself if he knew he was the alien yeah. for sure.
3: Okay, yeah, he's about to kill everyone in the yeah place. He destroyed all. He already killed himself by destroying everything to escape. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah that, that's a fantastic character too I'm like damn
4: yeah, I love those simulations that he was running yeah, yeah. just and, seeing yeah. like the the complete utter truth just wash over him <laughs> just, like there's no hope basically
3: just, yeah just gripping like I'm gripping with him when he's looking at the science and then he's looking at the other people and he's just like Oh, it's probably nothing <laughs> <laughs> to keep them calm. But he's like giving them the death stare of like, are you about to? Are you one of them? Are you one of them? It's just.
4: But even then, he was wrong when he was saying like, watch out for Clark. And mm.
3: and I think that that was before he was taken over. Yeah, I think he was like underestimating the intelligence. He's like, I was trying to blend into the dogs, but it's like building a spaceship by the end of the movie. It's clearly like planting evidence to get McCready in trouble I oh, knew yeah. I, I knew it.
4: Norris was one of them I was like this guy is shady he's like he he, he isn't really like standing out that much when it Norris. comes to yeah Norris the guy with the heart like, attack oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah whose uh stomach opened up
3: believable though. You look at his face and he's like "You, Norris, you're in charge. No one will have a problem with he's that. He's
4: like, no, no, no. I just want to fade into the background.
3: But I also believe that with his like his, also just the look of him. He's like a little pudgy. Like he's a scientist. He's like oh, I think this is too big for me. He's like, give it to the one of the military guys. You're not that guy, pal. You're yeah, not he's guy. not that guy. <laughs> and he knows it. It's believable. He has like a nice poofy sweater on. He's like, mm-hmm. whereas like Brimley's like a prolly old man so when he's like Breaking shit and they try to grab him he just like shrugs off McCready, and like throws him down with one arm and then goes back to swinging the axe because when
1: i first watched this i thought it was either bennett or clark right and bennett was the one who told clark to go put the dog away uh along with the others and i thought for a long time i'm like oh maybe bennett's the alien and he decided to tell clark to put the dog away because he knows what's gonna happen but neither of them turned out to be the thing which Mm -hmm. is insane i was like oh I'm, I was wrong and I watched this movie multiple times already and I watched it after so many years and I thought oh yeah I remember it's Bennett and it wasn't
4: <laughs> I, I always think that it's the um, Gary's character for mm. some reason I always I'm, I'm like is yeah, he yeah Gary the too yeah he
2: gives off weird vibes mm-hmm. mm.
4: especially like with how quickly he um, you know seeing even though this was like far before no, drops the Norwegian yeah he just kills the Norwegian just like boom right off the bat like cold cold cold-blooded just like smashes the window shoots him through the head even though he didn't shoot or i mean he shot one person well yeah he was shooting at the dog but but he didn't kill anybody yeah yeah but it
1: it was totally reasonable to kill that guy because like you don't know what his intentions were he could be shooting everybody up but um
4: he also doomed them that's the thing but it's like what else can you do in that situation like you said it's kind of like ah it's and that's the thing that i appreciate even more about this film it's like the nuances like there's it isn't just completely black and white with what anybody should be doing because it's like they're doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have of this extraterrestrial creature or basically like this unknown variable Mm
1: -hmm. and and considering the fact that everybody like Mostly everybody loves dogs, so like if you see somebody shooting at a dog, or if a dog if a dog dies in a horror movie, you're, you're gonna feel really sad. So it's like this time, it's like the thing that you don't want mm-hmm. is like your dog to be, you know, the thing, right?
2: I know like, we turned it on. Abby's like, "What the, the fuck are you shooting at a fucking dog?" <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Is the film gonna open with the dog get murdered. Uh, no, I, and I like the uh, design of the Norwegians. Uh, the one with the beard explodes with the helicopter, but then the other one has like the they have the goggles the goggles for the snow travel so your eyes will get melted by the re- white reflection but yeah it's just it, it makes him less human he has the goggles you only see like his lower mouth mouth mm. he has the hood up he's like a big puffy thing gloves he's, gun i, I think yeah, that yeah, dog right. was like very clean looking i
1: think that dog is like running away from them for like over an hour on the helicopter ride, so it's just like that fucking dog, the alien dog, was traveling for an hour and that they couldn't gets kill it. That
2: a shitty shot, dude. <laughs> yeah, they said, uh, uh right. wasn't it
4: like a thousand miles or something or like something, that? Or something, yeah, really far. No, it
3: was like a. It
1: was like a I know, I think an an
4: they said it was an hour ride, ride yeah. I
2: yeah. could still be like a hundred miles. Yeah,
3: Good distance. Yeah, he's like, because,
4: yeah. uh, think blair says that dog ran over like x amount of miles in the arctic there's no no real dog could, could survive that <laughs> yeah it's like and this guy wants to be friends with him
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what a good dog uh, yeah i love i love the norwegian base the the uh, it gets pandemonium there's like tunnels burrowed into the base where it's like okay that's not for a person and there's like the axe in the wall <laughs> it's just yeah, and the last survivor just, like, slit his wrist and throat. Mm-hmm. As he
4: was turning. Yeah.
3: Or, yeah, that's, like, the the blood is, like... Yeah. It's hard to say. Is it frozen or is it tentacles, like, sprouting from him and he did it? Because if it becomes thawed out, who knows if it... That's another... Oh, yeah. no! Global
4: warming. Yeah. Don't let the... Don't let it melt. <laughs> don't let the polar uh, ice caps melt. Yeah.
3: And yeah, the premise of the film. I, I'll, every time I see this movie, I'm like, okay, it's just I want to wake up one day and see the news. And it's just like the thing is on the east coast. Like,
4: <laughs> well, this this whole <laughs> like get on a boat. This whole concept reminds me of this uh, thing called Ice Nine, which is in a book called *A uh, Cat's Cradle* by Kurt Vonnegut. And basically, the scientist discovers this uh, compound of like water where it turns to ice like no matter what like high or uh water molecule it touches it freezes it Mm -hmm. and basically makes it like unthawable so like and and it's like if you get like it it touching like one puddle and then it gets into the ocean all of it becomes ice Mm -hmm. and and i've always like that sort of thing is is so incomprehensibly fear inducing to me which you know in in parallel with this film it's like the same exact thing it's like all it takes is one molecule for this thing to survive Mm -hmm. and it also reminds me of um, of a cure in a way where it's Mm -hmm. like all it needs is just like the smallest uh, impact to be left on a person for it to survive and to like
3: live off of a host yeah it's a great it's a great concept for fear And just, yeah, it's pretty defeatist. It's like, how do you counter that? How do you counter an idea or a subliminal, you know, influence? And they live too. A lot of subliminal influences in that. But I feel like that film ended on a much.
4: I feel like it had a better, more uplifting ending, I feel,
1: than this one. I, I think both endings are a bit similar, in my opinion, a bit similar. Mm-hmm. Like bo- both protagonists are likely to die but they save the world um, yeah yeah much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they're at the end of the end of the, the line you know they're holding bas- onto the rope basically for letting go yeah they're like
3: martyrs in a way but for society yeah. but the thing has a big I think it has more of a pessimistic because again one cell they're gonna free or if one of them is a thing it's gonna carry so on it's That's is a, a child's
1: is Childsia the thing at the end?
3: Or is it Kurt Russell?
1: I, I think Kurt is good. Yeah. I think Kurt Russell made it.
3: We didn't see him get... Infected, and he did a little flip. He did a somersault with the TNT. Yeah, the somersault yeah. was sick. Yeah, so he, he fully escaped any attempts right then. <laughs> but he does just wiggle out of the ground, unblown up. But, he made but you
1: that. know, he walked... I mean, even if he did get infected like it would take some time too so we would know like or he, it would tear through the clothes as well right so I don't know if Childs tore through his coat or anything like that or put on something different but um it is a bit strange that like he he walked off and you know Mm -hmm. didn't return until after all the explosions so
4: but I also love how the film is always doing that with Childs' character they're always pitting him against um McCready. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the first to be like, no, I don't want... Him. Like, let's let's kill him. Like, let's do this and, like, all this other stuff. And neither right. of them happen to ha- right. happen to be infected, in a
3: way.
1: There's this analysis video by uh, Rob Ager. I love watching his videos. But he didn't mention in particular about Kurt Russell's, like, breath at the end. Where, like, you can see, like, his, you know, the, how, how cold it is because of his breath. And then, like, um, by childs, like, you didn't really see, like, a vast... Um mm. breath out of him, but I do see it in some scenes, but it's very, very minimal, yeah, so, so I did notice that, but i'm like mm. does but, but does thing, that automatically make him the thing though but the thing but yeah
3: th- the the thing has smoke Because when Benny's has it, he has a big old he's, yeah yeah he's the big breath right before he so I'm wondering
1: like, okay, so I don't know, I mean. I almost agreed with the theory that Childs is the thing at the end, but like I don't know, I'm still holding on hope. Like no,
3: maybe he wasn't. I still say it's in the. But it is J- inconspicuous,
1: Jimmy though he that he did disappear and leave, and he might have turned off the generator or something,
3: you know. I say it's in the Jimmy Bean. What's the drink he's drinking? JMB. Yeah, J JMB. JMB. I still say it's in there because like alcohol like takes but, higher the free. But McCready was drinking it throughout see, the whole well, like, film though. He was drinking it but throughout alcohol, the whole movie.
4: Alcohol can also like can it like destroy cells like on a molecular level like because it's
1: used to. I don't know about
4: sanitize it kills right? germs. Yeah, I don't know about
3: a thing so.
1: Yeah, but as Jane far as v, I know, doesn't look like cheap shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <like> pure
2: <laughs> but
1: As far as I know, everyone who had a drink from it didn't turn. Because right, I know Palmer in the beginning, uh, but, Kurt Russell I know um yeah. McCready did. Um.
3: But Blair had free reign when he's doing the generator stuff inside and Childs was alone. Mm-hmm. Could have right. just him. pulled off a finger. <laughs> a little blood a little it's a little drop, it's a cell, it'd like, be so small. And it's lived in there until Childs takes the swig and then he's in darkness. Right. And then his body's But the does
1: the thing know that that's like it's a it, thing to do for was, the bottle? It was built in you know?
3: spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have faith in its intelligence
1: but Yeah, i mean you know, it did destroy the the blood packs for sure
3: yeah it was a step ahead yeah I, yeah i like how i like how uh kind of abstract its intelligence is too like it's clearly intelligent it you know destroyed the blood stuff but then it's trying to you know it's kind of doing petty planting of the it's building the spaceship But it's uh, like, but then the heat test is like so straightforward. I don't know. And then
4: it finally gives up in the end and decides to like just you know fuck it. I'm gonna just go back. I'm gonna get frozen over. We'll try it again. Mm -hmm. And X money. Yeah, because
1: McCready's like chess move every time. You know he went up the thing, so he really did corner at the end. Like he didn't really have like enough moves left.
3: So. And the parallel destroy the game. Yeah. Mm.
4: It was destroying the generator.
3: Yeah. Or it destroyed the computer and he was like, Okay, well I'm still gonna checkmate your ass by burning or, you alive. <laughs> or
1: maybe the J and B is kinda like, you know, the holy water or something in in that context. Like
3: But again, but he kinda he kinda backs out he, in the end.
1: He did use it to destroy the computer.
3: But they're but they're at the end there so maybe the JMB is the
2: is the the cure the antidote the only thing to keep you from (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah, it sanitizes you (laughs) (laughs) we've got to get the thing drunk and then we'll be able to defeat
1: it well (laughs) the thing is like why would the thing itself be drinking that would it know to do that Uh,
2: that's
4: true yeah yeah. i think anything could be as possible (laughs) <laughs> but then, yeah, but
3: but then the, pessimistic, the pessimistic ending is uh it, it'd be goofy so I get why they don't do it in the movie and then they communicate it that it's more like they're just done they're like we'll just freeze to death and fuck it if we're things or you're a thing or I'm a thing it'll matter that's their problem to do what we've just done here <laughs> <laughs> they better find my tapes and you know we'll look at that but yeah uh I just every time I see that I think it's more pessimistic because it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Because like they'd Deadpool's have to go back. Yeah, they to go back
3: anyway. to the Norwegian base, burn everything, yeah. and then as well as like burn themselves at the very end, just to be hundred percent sure. They'd have to do a martyrdom thing, like I think uh, it's implied right. that F- Fuchs does. Mm-hmm. Where they find Fuchs like burnt alive in a kerosene puddle, next he said, like, oh, he must have it. It must have attacked him, and he's just like done it. <laughs> so yeah, that's thing. Like, that's my only thing for then you be more pessimistic than they live because it's more you know it's just them resolving themselves like I'm just I'm tapped out man yeah uh, uh,
4: I mean we've done everything we can at least like with they live there's like a glimmer it's like oh people have
3: the rebellion is on
4: yeah it's like something gets ignited we don't get to see what gets ignited whereas in this film it's ignited it blows up everything's on fire
3: but there's still a chance that it might be alive <laughs> but they're putting down the guns they're like okay no more <laughs> no more unless it happens like you attack me or I attack you but they're both
4: just like okay it's like either or we're getting frozen mm-hmm. or we're going to die but we're gonna like at least stay warm with this alcohol for a little bit yeah
1: that's why he tosses the dynamite at the thing when when he burns um, Palmer's thing and he could have just let, let it burn and whatever and he's just like nope Double tap. <laughs> throw that dynamite. Double tap. Me. My yeah. thing
4: is, like, wh- why wouldn't you just let it burn? Like, just burn it up some more, because if you blow it's it up, tough. all
3: those pieces are just going to fly off. And oh, is this, is this exterior one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where, a- where it runs out and yeah. into the snow pile. Well, just to, like, at least, like,
1: make sure, like, the core of that thing is, like, destroyed. Cause yeah, but
3: then those little pieces are just going
2: to crawl over... Yeah. To someone new like Majin Buu does. If they whatever. survive. Yeah, yeah. Majin Buu. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what the premise is too powerful. Mm-hmm. So the
3: aliens too powerful. But it, I do agree. Cinematically, it's like it just chomped that dude's head, wiggled him around. Yeah. You want that catharsis? Like, fuck you, man. Just <laughs> blow it up. I'm just, he's lying the whole time. And yeah, like it. It feels good. I'm, that scene, I always love him. Yeah, and then it runs out on fire that's where I get that little bloodlust. I'm like I'm not sure how comfortable I should be with this because it, it is a horrible alien monster but at the end they're putting down their weapons and that's the right call for humanity because they're creating that little moment together of like we're just going to let the heat keep us warm for now and then even then that could be the if Childs is an alien could maybe, be what they want maybe there's a little communication happening there <laughs> I don't think the alien's good it's probably still super evil but it's, you know, it's a little moment of humanity from the alien if Childs is one Oh, I like
2: that. Yeah. Alien gets to experience humanity. He's like, "Yep, I'm over it." He's like, hey, "You know,
3: I'm just gonna go home. I'm just gonna pack up. I'll just yeah, I'll just, I'll just leave. <laughs> I'll just eat the rescue team and build a spaceship. Yeah. But then I won't feel the my, need to do the." My employment.
1: neighbor was really nice to me. He he won't have to turn. <laughs> yeah.
3: <You know? laughs> or I'd be like, "This is too much work. Like they're gonna be they're gonna be, <laughs> flying me on fire across the whole world. I don't want this. Time to move on." World with like giraffes only. Nice and easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I like that it it kind of does duplicate itself because even when it comes out of Norris's stomach, it has another head. Yeah. That comes absolutely. out. So he has like two heads, like Norris' head that turned I feel like, into a yeah, spider. Yeah, did and, that like three times. Um, yeah. Or so like
2: it, something came out of its mouth or and like something the dog. came out of that thing's yeah. mouth. <laughs>
1: yeah, it could, it could literally like duplicate itself. So it's, it's insane. Like the design of these, these creatures and yeah, how it has whole effect on pop culture even though the movie itself is like such a cult classic um, yeah highly recommend it I think it's a gold star film we get all give it fives definitely one of the rare films that deserves like that pinnacle like gold star
4: yeah this one's going up on the mantle
3: Unquestioned. on the yeah. uh, lay film it's hall of fame enough. for sure <laughs> and yeah all the influences oh. Dead Space yeah, I love Dead Space
1: oh, yeah. I want to get the remake I heard oh, it's good
3: yeah. it's just so weird
2: it gets the Tyler not too scary to watch horror mm-hmm. passive approval it's kind of <laughs> gross but you'll get through it
3: yeah
1: yeah it's a film that appears to not have a lot of substance but it does it, it twists and turns all around and um, everyone the ensemble is just great but uh yeah do we have any closing thoughts before we finish up uh, yeah it's a beautiful looking film as well even in the snow of the blue cinematography for the snow and um yeah some of the framing like there's a shot with Knowles, like looking out and seeing um child walk out like that particular shot with the with the blue uh, snow that's covering mm-hmm. up half the screen like that was such a wonderful shot i love mm-hmm.
4: that well, one of my mm-hmm. favorite sequences is when um you see clark getting the scalpel Oof, off yeah. of the thing <laughs> and it's like so deep in focus like in the forefront in the foreground and they've used it a
1: couple of times in like a th- two three minute span yeah like the split yeah. diopters yeah
4: and i love that look because it's yeah. so it just draws so much attention to everything yeah. but like you could see i don't know it collapses the the depth yeah. in a way
3: you need that detail because like a okay, striped shirt is grabbing the scalpel and you see clark like You know, putting his head up a little bit as he's, like, leaning.
4: I love how it's basically, like, you know, the loading of the gun, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And then it goes on for a few more minutes. And then in the next scene, it comes back. Mm -hmm. And then we see it firing off in a way.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Clark is, like, the person that we kind of want to be. Like, oh, he thinks he's taking the heroic route. And he's going to take this guy down. And everything's going to be fine. Like, what thing? Like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. He's just going to take down McCready. And it's all over. And, like, nope.
3: Yeah. okay yeah. he's ready yeah I like Clark but yeah it, it's clearly shown early on that he's too emotional mm-hmm. like, if, like while someone's like now what's happening like some horrible Ah, oh, I'm trying to remember
4: oh that. uh he basically gets upset at the fact that uh Blair killed the killed dogs. all the dogs yeah it was when he was having his meltdown.
3: Blair's shooting a gun like destroying the, the final piece of communication they have to the outside world and then someone comes in like he's yeah he's dismantled the tractor and he's killed all the dogs and Blair's like oh shit and then he runs over to the dogs and you think okay he's gonna kill Blair probably and, but he doesn't he shows restraint but there's like that looseness now he's too emotional to be the leader Mac is the only one who's level headed enough and then Childs is too incredulous to be the leader he doesn't he's not open he's too rigid of to, like like they bring back an alien body and they're like what are you saying this is an alien body and he's like this is voodoo bullshit he says that like <laughs> five times <laughs> this is goddamn witchcraft <laughs> oh, yeah. so I don't like this, I'm leaving <laughs> or this isn't a thing I'm ignoring it, it's something else but yeah, I wanted to bring up the uh, scene when they do the blood tests I don't know if we went into the detail on that but yeah, uh, Kevin you mentioned it I think while we were watching but yeah, the, the jump cuts
4: oh yeah it was like comical there's so a comedic
3: it, nature to it yeah but then it's like i i get it makes just, sense it makes perfect sense i'm yeah. just i'm i'm so rearing and they like, like group up after each each one yeah like, yeah. like, like all of a sudden they
2: you get see,
4: untied you see it. wait
3: <laughs>
2: what's his
4: name uh no Knowles? Knowles? yeah you see him and then he's holding the flamethrower yeah <laughs> it's like
3: his face close up like just in in the hands of matt uh yeah mac mm mm-hmm just like he's like i can't do anything and just the pure fear of like what if my blood he's like he's gonna get burned alive if his blood is infected he's like is it i don't i I don't i'm me but it could be in my blood Mm -hmm. i don't know what's gonna happen like we know nothing about this and then he's good and then it just cuts and he's like he's like holding a gun to the next person who's just in his situation there's yeah. no remorse he's like okay you fucking dirty aliens and then it keeps happening like three times
4: until it gets to the sh- until it gets to uh Gary and he's like yeah, as much as I have, I sitting
2: here yeah and Gary
3: has all that pent up like kinetic energy I feel like the they scene. all
2: like wanted it to be Gary like I feel like when he they feels tested it. his blood yeah, they are like oh thought he was gonna be it for sure uh-huh. uh-huh. and
3: yeah, Gary yeah cause of the keys and you know? Gary's, like, defeated, yeah. and he's, like, he just feels the blame. So he's, like, ah. like, And Childs is the one who's, like, you're a murderer. <laughs> you, how do you feel about that? This isn't working. This is all bullshit. And then he just
4: completely disregards. Yeah, then he's <laughs> on
3: the team with the flamethrower, and he's, like, okay, Gary, we're, we're about to kill Gary. Like, it's clearly Gary, that dirty, lying alien. Right. And then it's not Gary, and he's, like, Adrian. he just lets it all loose in <laughs> that scene. I'm, like, you guys have been, blick you've been treating me like an alien that's killing people here. You're on the verge of burning me alive Yeah. and untie me right now. <laughs> and,
4: and the thing is, he was right about yeah. being pickpocketed from mm-hmm. his keys. Yeah. I, I feel like that was definitely the case and not uh, yeah. Copper, because Copper was out with McCready and I forget, there was another person.
3: And the thing is, it's again, the, going into like the rules of the alien, it could take on any physical form it could put its finger like against the lock and just have flesh go in and undo the lock <laughs> and then it's good. Mm.
2: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you well, just send cells I, in it.
1: I know that uh Rob agar did a really great video about how they did a really great job with these sound effects especially for the keys in particular because you hear the keys like in the on the person's belt so like uh windows had the keys and when he saw Bennett like I know that in that scene they made it a particular emphasis That he drops the keys and you hear it hit, touch the ground mm. So, like, that would, would have been a great time for, like, you know um, For ah. the thing to grab it while that was happening Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a human reaction We're Like, oh, I dropped the keys Like, um, the obviously story. Carpenter said, told, yeah. you know, the actor Like, hey, you're going to drop the keys Or the keys are going to be dropped in this scene It's in the movie for a reason Yeah, yeah. So um, there's also that, you know yeah. No um, that
3: that that's the answer I think even. Because yeah. yeah, it's Bennings or Bennett is in the middle of transforming. Right. He runs out there, distracts them all. The thing that was in the body that was controlling Bennett just fucking scoops up those keys and goes and destroys yep. the blood.
1: And then yeah. Yeah. And then Gary and it wound up with the keys at the end and it's just like, Oh wait. Yeah, I had the keys the whole time but it's it's normal for someone to like kinda of forget if you're using it yeah. quite a bit and yeah. Those are sort of little details, like... Like, even I wouldn't have gotten that, you know?
3: Yeah, and then the... Is it, was it Widows? Windows. Windows? You're not gonna admit to that if you drop the keys in the storeroom. Right, then everyone's yeah. gonna turn on them. Yeah, you're gonna be in Gary's shoes. It's <laughs> like, oh, it's, Gary always has the keys. Like, oh, well,
1: actually... But then, yeah, because even when... Um, I think it was Copper, the one that came up with the idea for the blood packs. And mm-hmm. then they found out that it was, like, Yeah, destroyed. Copper has access, and... And Gary, they're like, oh, but... He's like, hey, I, don't, I was the one that came up with the idea. And it's like, oh, well, you could have been planting anyway. You could have been, yeah, you know? to
3: misdirect us. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's just like, would the alien come up with that strategy? Just to let allow the the, the team to, like, destroy it. So, it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you get a better hint at, like, the alien's strategy, yeah. you know.
3: And how little they know. Like, they don't, yeah. until the, I forget the character's name, but when his head falls off and it grows yeah. spider legs. Oh, eyes. yeah. Yeah, when Norris's head cl- tries to escape from its burning body, that's when they're like, "Okay, like, <laughs> we, its not just taking the form of one person. Like, yeah, like a little, a little hand could be wiggling yeah. around the base the whole time. So it's like we just gotta burn the whole thing down. Like there could be something somewhere we can't. We will never look. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: a little a, mouse. A classic film. Everyone should check it out. Date film, horror film, <laughs> Halloween film, whatever film, Thanksgiving film,
3: it New Year's film. It is Thanksgiving. <laughs> I will always
4: associate it with Thanksgiving because of my story.
3: <laughs> yeah, watching with family Thanksgiving. That's sick. Dude. And it was a good
1: time to put on this film because the weather here has been super cold, and it just made it all the more immersive. So
4: yeah, almost it almost snowed here. Yeah, <laughs> it did hail
1: today for sure. Yeah, that between that and Titanic, oof, with some chilly movies. <laughs> Um, but yeah I think that kinda is about it for our episode thank you everyone for tuning in make sure to always follow us on Layphone Podcast at our Instagram our uh, email is leifunpodcast at gmail.com yeah hit us up talk about your favorite movies ask us to watch certain movies maybe something we haven't seen before Um, but that will be it for today thank you everyone for listening and Thank you, Tyler, Pat, and Kevin, for seeing this film. Tyler, I'm glad you love this movie. Um, I'm glad to have shown it to you.
2: Yeah, good times. Good times. You got my two favorite uh, horror movies. You showed me you know, this in uh, Possession.
3: Cure? Oh, no, Possession. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry.
4: Richie's, Richie's got some really good horror <laughs> picks.
3: Yeah.
2: I, got, I got
1: some aces up my sleeve in horror, man.
2: You know, I got you. But, yeah, good times, good times.
0: Fire's got the temperature up all over the camp. Won't last long, though. Neither will we. How will we make it? Maybe we should.
2: If you're worried about me, If we've got any surprises for each other, I don't think we're in much shape to do anything about it. Well, what do we do? Why don't we just wait here for a little while, see what happens.